balls so dry and they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That's what. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy paws. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garcia? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls, the South Park Review. I'm your host with the most who's on that West Coast, your boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. I am joined each and every week with my bro who knows how to make it row on that South Park draw. Dropping that knowledge <laughs> like he came back from Mo. His name is Scoop Jackson, y'all. Scoop, 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 Scoop. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, Scoop. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's happening? What's scratching, DJ? What's going on out there? We're, we're back for another edition to review South Park Season 1, Episode 11. Uh, but yeah, as far as what's going on out there, man, everyone is getting sick and the media is freaking out. The coronavirus is rampant. Yeah. And <clears throat> let's be real, though. Let's let's look at some things. The people that are dying have underlying issues. Like one person that I saw died had dengue fever. So, yeah, if you just, you know, stay clean, wash your hands, don't don't do stupid stuff. I mean, you'll be fine. Yeah, uh, I live, of course, in the state of Washington where there's been a large outbreak. They've definitely hyped it up in the news here. Um it's interesting uh, before we get started. I just think it's uh, interesting about people going out and buying all this toilet paper and water, like at Costco's. But then, like, I go to like Albertons or Winco or Safeway, bro, and it's fine. So, like, I'm just like, like there's plenty of other places that have toilet paper or water. So, I know. I think it'll be fine. So, anyone, oh. basically, basically, what I'm saying is chill the frick out. And let's uh, let's address the mask thing because all of you that are going out and buying masks like idiots, you're not you're not that's not going to save you from a thing like the coronavirus unless you get one of those rubber masks that puts a good seal with the little filters on the side that are specifically designed for bio and all sorts of other filtration stuffs. You, you, these little white masks. All right, all right, all right, all right, yeah. right Mister. Because all right, I, I had to go try and buy some because I was doing some work. Motherfuckers all bought them from like three different fucking Home Depots, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't bought one, but you know, I'm also out here in a desert-like climate, and I work in a climate-controlled environment at work where there's it's always one temperature, so like I don't really have to worry. I only have to work with a couple other people. So if you get sick, you just don't come in. You're like, yeah, don't come in. <laughs> don't bring that here. Um, but if you definitely get sick sometimes, you know, your face gets all messed up. Someone's face got messed up in this episode, Scoop. Mr. Garrison, 
He uh, he's gonna get up some plastic surgery here, as this episode is titled "Tom's Rhinoplasty." It is the eleventh episode of the first season of the American animated television series South Park, aired on February the eleventh of nineteen ninety eight. In this episode, the South Park Elementary boys become infatuated with the new substitute teacher, Miss Ellen, making Wendy Testenberger highly jealous. Meanwhile, Mister Garrison gets a nose job that makes him resemble the actor David Hasselhoff. And as we talked about before we went on the air, this was, of course, the first episode that they kind of actually depicted a celebrity in a faux pas style using just a still image of them and then uh, replicating a a mouth or a jawline so that way they could interact. Um, What did you think of this, buddy, of of David Hasselhoff? The Hasselhoff. The The Knight Rider. The King of Baywatch. Man. You know, um... Wasn't this around the time that he was trying to do his album and shit? Didn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't he have an album? <laughs> David Hasselhoff has definitely done albums in like Germany and Europe and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, as far as his music career, I'm not like highly into it. I know that like he did stuff in the '80s, and then like I think he came back in like 2004. So I don't know if it was necessarily around that time i know like i said there might have been some stuff he did like in the early 90s late 80s but not much like around this time i think it was his popularity from shows like baywatch and uh you know other other musical debuts he did broadway and other stuff like that right so but basically i mean his claim to fame here in the united states was knight rider and baywatch and he was a hot looking guy and i think they just used david house off because they liked him what do you Just, think? Yeah. And he was kind of, wasn't he kind of spiraling at that time too? Like, wasn't there a little bit of neg- negativity around him? I don't know. You're asking me the questions. Why don't you present the evidence? All right. Do, hold I, on. Do, I, do I look like I'm a David Hasselhoff guy? Do I look like I sit around and I'm like, oh, I love David Hasselhoff? No, bro. I watched Baywatch for the titties. Let's be real here. <laughs> okay. I was a young adolescent male and I watched it. The boobies. Um, it looks like he did a song in 1997 with duet Filipino singer Regine Velasquez. He was given a Hollywood walk of Hollywood star in '96. Uh, I guess his song was used in the movie Legacy in 1998. That's really all I did. Okay, there you go. So that's what he was doing in the '90s. But David Hasselhoff himself was just a '90s icon, you know. It wasn't. I don't know if it necessarily was like he was put in that show to promote something at the time. Yeah, Excuse you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Excuse- go ahead. So they don't have to pay royalties to whoever, but they have to pay royalties if it's a photograph that a photographer professionally. Took. Ah, that makes sense. Ah, I just because I was just I, I just wanted to figure out because you know. I wanted to figure out why they picked Hassel off. There's really no, they just picked him. <laughs> like I said, he was a '90s icon. Yeah, so I'm stupid. It's all right. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, this was, of course, the first Valentine's Day themed episode of the series, written by the co-series Trey Parker. This episode advocates the concept of inner beauty. By the way, we're not. This isn't our notes. This is notes we picked up on this. <laughs> the, the episode advocates the concept of inner beauty. Through the Mr. Karras and subplot, 
and shows the boy's efforts to win Miss Ellen's affection, despite the fact that she is a carpet muncher, that she is a cardboard muncher. Sorry, carpet liquor, cardboard muncher, that she is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So Natasha Henstridge makes the guest appearance as the voice of Miss Ellen, marking the first time a celebrity guest played a major role in the South Park episode. She is credited as the chick from Species in the opening credits. Uh, the episode marked the first time a real photographic image of a person's head, in this case David Hasselhoff, was superimposed over a cartoon boy. I'm sorry, cartoon body, a practice which would become common throughout the series that we've seen later. This also introduced the song No Substitute. No Substitute! No Substitute! No Substitute! No Substitute! Which was sung by Chef and was later included on the Chef Aid, the South Park album. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone said they were initially unhappy with Tom's rhinoplasty when production of this episode concluded and were surprised when fans responded positively to it. Um, this was actually one of the first episodes I remember that caught my eye as a kid. Like, I didn't actually, like I've explained, I didn't get to start watching South Park until about the second or third season, right? Um, but at this time, like, I remember seeing the advertisement for Tom's rhinoplasty on, like, TV and I remember like overhearing adults talk about it. So like at this point coming off of you know their four million and three million viewership, people were talking about South Park. Uh, what do you remember about the reaction at the time to it? Do you remember there being a reaction to it at all? Or I can't really. Um, the the longer the show came out, the more and more my parents started fighting me against watching it. I just remember that. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that your your folks did that to you, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I do remember that the reception, as far as like uh, when it ended, uh, you know, that it had been described as one of the classic episodes of South Park. You know what I mean? As it, it received largely positive feedback, uh, it looks like here that the during a brief scene in Tom's rhinoplasty, Mr. Garrison leans against the mailbox with the United States uh, Postal Service logo print on the side. And apparently the Postal Service contacted Comedy Central after the episode aired and threatened legal action if the logo was used again without permission. Did you know that? No, no I did not. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun little fact. Uh, in 2003, the Chicago Tribune listed it as among the top 10 episodes of the series. At times, Tom's rhinoplasty was was also released along with 11 other episodes in a three-disc DVD set in November of 1998. It was included in the third volume, which also included the episodes Starvin' Marvin, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Who, and Mecha Streisand, which we've reviewed most of those, and we'll review Mecha Streisand next week, Scoop. Not this week. Next, next week. week. Got it mixed up, buddy. <laughs> um, Mr. Garrison's character in which Parker said they agree with Garrison's character that 1997 film Contact also released by Warner Brothers was terrible <laughs> it was um, it was a really <laughs> bad movie I remember that movie because it was so hyped up about being like this aliens movie you know what I mean and then you see the fucking movie and just like how, uh, just like Mr. Garrison explains in this episode, watch that whole goddamn movie to get to the end and find out her dad's a ghost alien or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. So uh, stupid. Apparently, though, in the production of this show, during one scene, Wendy told Stan that she smelled Mrs. Ellen taking a smelly dump in the bathroom in an attempt to make him less attracted to her. 
Uh, but in the original script, Wendy actually told Stan that she had a yeast infection. <laughs> but Comedy Central censors made Parker and Stone change the line. Uh, Parker and Stone said, although the network typically provides great leniency in permitting obscene jokes, they often object to lines about female hygiene problems. And then, of course, during the cafeteria scene, a boy visibly at the lunch table in the background looks exactly like Craig Tucker, but the color of his hat has been changed to make him appear to be a different character. Did you notice that? Yeah. Okay. The idea of Mrs. Ellen taking one of the children to dinner came from Parker's real-life experiences. At his school, the children were able to have lunch with the teacher and principal if they were awarded student of the week. Parker said he went on one of the lunches and found the experience really, really creepy. Because he had the impression the teacher and the principal were having a romantic affair. <laughs> Doesn't that remind you of a strong woman and PC yes. principal and a butters in the later series, the later seasons? Uh, a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. yeah. So that's uh, calling it out of their rabbit hat there from the past here. Now they said that. Parker and Stone had trouble deciding how to end Tom's rhinoplasty in a way that would bring everything back to normal in South Park. Originally, the episode ended with Miss Ellen being taken away by Iraqi soldiers, leaving the impression that she was, in fact, an Iraqi fugitive. They ultimately decided this was a poor way to end the show, so they recast the ending to make Miss Ellen an innocent woman who was framed by Wendy. Parker and Stone also struggled with how to make Mr. Garrison decide he wanted his old nose back. It was only a few days before the episode aired that these final decisions about the ending were made. Um, trying to look and see if there's any other things here about the show that I have written down. I don't think I have anything other notice here. Oh, the episode also demonstrates the lack of understanding many have about the gay community by portraying the characters as seeking to become lesbians in order to win Mrs. Ellen's affection, or Miss Ellen's affection, I'm sorry, even though they do not know what a lesbian is and i think that's debatable right me and you were kind of talking about this right, right. because the fact that we had a big gay owl episode with stan and his dog so stan is kind of privy to what homosexuality is even the homosexual the lgbtq community has applauded that specific episode as well right because it's showcased right. homosexuality in a positive manner it's just love people who love each other and there's nothing wrong with that Right, we're not arguing that. But what we are arguing is what the hell? Now, I'm thinking about this now. What if they're just kids, right? They just forget that shit. Right. Uh I don't know, because it was a pretty big episode. I mean, it was a pretty big thing. Stan came out with, you know, I learned a lot today. And those don't those typically a lot of the little tiny nuances have some continuity at least a little bit with the show as we've seen them going from you know later on episodes they refer back to the older ones so this is kind of a little i don't i don't know how to put it the feelings into words because it's like it feels like these first maybe one or two seasons don't really have any continuity between episodes is that fair to say i would not just say the first Two first one or two seasons. I'd say like the first one to fifteen to seventeen seasons, wouldn't you? It's yeah. only really been the last four or five years there's been continuity, where they give you one overall in arc throughout the whole season. So yeah, I think I think they've they I think that every episode was kind of a reset. Okay, so then then, then yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
So if every episode was a reset, I guess, then we have to take into consideration that they don't know what a lesbian is, right? That we have to, yeah, we have to, uh, I guess, assume that Stan never went on Big Gay Al's boat ride. <laughs> well, not assume that. We just have to assume that it's just like an episode of your favorite television show that resets every week, where it's like a sitcom almost. Now, there's a song that plays in this episode. Uh, it's called Shadow Dancing by Andy Gibb. Do it right, shadow dancing. <laughs> And then, of course, we already talked about the uh, No Substitute song. Um, so, yeah, let's kind of jump right into this episode. That's kind of a backstory on this episode. So we've got the opening of this episode. The boys itself here are, you know, they're, they're hanging out. They're, you know, they're getting ready for Valentine's Day. They're in the classroom. Uh, you know, Wendy says uh, it's almost Valentine's Day. They all come in. They're all excited. You know, uh, Cartman is laughing at Stan and Wendy, or at least Wendy in this case, because Wendy is kind of like being uh, schmoopy and lovey-dovey to Stan, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cartman's just laughing at, roaring with hysterical laughter, like, because after Wendy says the line, I know, but we can make a little boat out of a cardboard and pretend it's a cruise. Stan, you know, it's almost Valentine's Day. I know. Maybe we should go on a cruise or something. I can't afford a cruise, dude. I know, but we can make a little boat out of cardboard and pretend it's a cruise. (laughs) Shut up, Carmen. That is so lame. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear Carmen in the background rolling with laughter. That is so lame, dude. Um, so then, uh, she, Wendy continues on and Cartman just continues to laugh saying, you know, that, uh, you're killing me, you know, stop with this principal Victoria eventually makes her way to the classroom. She explains to the boys that Mr. Garrison due to a surgery, uh, is going to be gone. Ask the boys to have some, show the same respect they would show for Mr. Garrison. Kyle's like, like uh, we don't respect Mr. Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like nonchalantly is like, oh, anywho, I want you to meet your new substitute, Mrs. Ellen. So Mrs. Ellen comes in and all the boys go, oh, and they're gasping because Mrs. Ellen is so attractive, Ian. And as you recall, I know we've all had that teacher when we were young, maybe between the ages of like fourth to seventh grade. Where we looked at that teacher and we were like, God, she's getting hot. Did you have one of those teachers? Oh, uh, yes, I did. Middle school. Miss D. I mean, I could say her whole name, but would, would I get in trouble? It's probably best not to say it. Okay. Well, I won't say the whole thing, but her her, her name was Miss D, but she had a full name. It, it was kind of crazy. It was like Latinish, but oh my goodness, was she gorgeous. One day... <clears throat> This other kid named Ian had the balls to finally just be like, Miss D, can I put my 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 floppy disk in your hard drive or something like that? It was it was something along those lines of like, can I put my hard disk in your floppy drive or something? (laughs) And everybody started dying and she laughed so hard. (sighs) He didn't get in much trouble because like he actually had the balls to say it. And like because like every time everybody walked out of that classroom, they're like, oh, the things I would do to her because like, you know, she had the tutorials. She had the booty. And she had the body. There was, uh, I had a teacher in the sixth grade. Uh, she taught French, bro. Oh, typical, like, beautiful white girl, blonde hair, blue eyes. 
accent. Mm. Bro, she mm. was hot. Like, yeah. Mm. I should go back and find that lady now. <laughs> <laughs> Bet she should still be a fine-looking older woman. In fact, Kenny and Cartman, or Ken, Cartman actually, or, sorry, Kenny says, damn, I'd like to get a taste of her. <laughs> Stan says, you could say that again, and he does. He says, damn, I'd like to get a taste of her. Uh, Principal Victoria says, good luck, Miss Ellen. They got a control. Just use this tear gas. Kenneth says, uh, I don't think I that's... found that funny. Right. <laughs> Mrs. Ellen says, thank you. I'm sure I'll be fine. You know, she basically says, I know you might be upset about your teacher having surgery. And the boys are basically enamored. They're in love. They kind of do the peanut style uh, lovey-dovey hearts with the big uh, over-accenting uh, mouse curves up at the top. The big U, uh, U smile. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Yep. Uh, so basically, Mrs. Ellen wants to get to know their names. You know, she starts calling on their names. She calls on Stan's name. He throws up. That makes Wendy now start to get jealous. That's the early onset of the jealousy because only she makes her boyfriend throw up. Um, Cartman's like, uh, he always pukes when he's in love. Stan's like, I'll kick your ass, Cartman. Wendy's sad. Kyle says, uh, dude, you had waffles for breakfast after Stan once again throws up again. Now we cut over. To... <laughs> so yeah, that's how basically how that first scene ends with the uh, with Wendy being a little upset the fact that uh, Stan has the hots for the teacher. We jump now over. We're going to find out what's happening with Mister Garrison. Mister Garrison's getting plastic surgery. Scoop. Mm-hmm. Now I remember being a kid and or not being a kid or a younger person. I remember the first time watching this episode, and I might have been twelve or thirteen. And I don't think I got a lot of it at the time uh, as far as some of the jokes, the lesbian jokes and whatnot. And as I've aged and gone back and watched this episode, obviously, I, I understand everything that's going on in this episode. At the concept of plastic surgery wasn't, it wasn't for, as popular. It wasn't as popular. In fact, so much so that in this episode, Mr. Garrison is hiding the fact that he's getting plastic surgery. He says, I'm embarrassed about getting a nose job. I don't want people at school to know, so I told them I had herpes. <laughs> so he would rather tell people he had a sexual transmitted disease than getting a nose job. Well, why do you think that is? Why do you think plastic surgery in its early onset? Because you can still see it today. People are going through these extremes to look like Barbie and Ken or a celebrity that they love. I remember looking at this one lady who was obsessed about looking like Angelina Jolie and she looked like Skeletor. It, 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 because, and then like Michael Jackson, you know, these people that you can become addicted to it. It's just like, apparently because I don't know, people are vain, I suppose. And that, that's a good point. I mean, Michael Jackson at this point was still alive and he had gone through a lot of plastic surgery. So that's, yeah, his that's nose could come off. That's a good point at this point, as far as in the timeline of our history as a society, plastic surgery was used by the elite. It wasn't as popular, so they didn't know the scientific, uh, you know, advantages, disadvantages. There wasn't a lot of people practicing it yet, so new different mm -hmm. styles of it hadn't come. So it was still in the early stages of plastic surgery. So because of that, there was a kind of a certain look to it right you kind of explained that a little bit a little bit of a barbie look now mm -hmm. i'm not saying plastic surgery uh shouldn't be used i think it i think plastic surgery can be great for certain instances whether it be from uh you know maybe a face blemish or a deformity or you yeah. got burned or something yeah. or you know if you you know 
let's say you legitimately want to make yourself feel better and clean your skin up. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's that kind of concept. Like as a 32 year old person, I could tell you while I don't face like bad acne, I have a little bit of scarring from when I was younger. Maybe I might get plastic surgery in a couple years. Not because like, I want to like, like make myself look plastic. It might be like, just like a really good facial clean. You know what I mean? Like just uh-huh. to kind of clean up shit. Not like I want to look pretty. Like just, I'm just like, I kind of want to clean up the shit. You know, I want to clean up old scars. I want to like maybe clean up some, as I, you know, that way when, as I age, you know, I don't ha- have as many scars on my face. That's all. But yeah. that being said, yeah, Mr. Garrison was willing to tell his friends and faculty that he was getting herpes. He goes through the different choices and ends up making the decision. <laughs> they all look normal, like as far as character format. And then all of a sudden he goes, we could go with this nose job. And it's just David Hasselhoff. <laughs> show David Hasselhoff on the screen and of course after you see all that Mr. Garrison's like yeah I'll pick that that one yeah I want that one oh I'll take that one so he goes ahead and he picks that then we cut back over now to the schoolyard playground the boys are going back and forth how boys do I mean we do this as single guys even now nah bro she was checking me out bro she wasn't checking you out totally was checking me out bro uh, so chef approaches, he comes in, says, what this, what's this I'm hearing about a new teacher and Kyle's and the boys are like, you know, she's pretty, she's beautiful. And, and chef says, woof, I got to meet this woman. And even, but chef does all these like different comparison. Is she like a uh, Vanessa Williams, beautiful or Tony Braxton, beautiful or Pamela Anderson, beautiful, or is she Aaron Gray in the second season of Buck Rogers, beautiful. And that's when they agree that they're like, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Wendy pops in. She's like, Stan, didn't you notice how her left arm is longer than her right arm? And uh, and Stan's like, no. And Wendy's like, well, it is. And Chev says, that's okay. You know what they say about a woman with one arm longer than the other? And Kenny says, yeah, they totally kick ass at spanking. I didn't really get that, but uh, I guess they kick ass. Do you like getting spanked, Ian? I can't say that I ever been spanked in like a intimate situation and stuff. What? Yeah, I mean, never I've had, spanked. I haven't been spanked. Never been like, you know, twerking up in that girl's, uh, you know, hotel and she gives a nice spank on that nice plump booty you got. I know you, you got a booty from all them leg days, alright? No, no girl oh, is slapping okay. up on that booty. Are you kidding yeah, me? I'm always getting my booty slapped. Yeah, exactly. Spanking. Anyway, so Wendy uh, says, well, did you notice that the, there was a mole in the back of her neck with the hair growing out of it? And Jeff's like, that's okay. You know what they say about a woman with a mole in the back of their neck with the hair growing out of it. And he looks over at Kenny, and even Kenny's like, I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys all decide they're going to go buy Valentine's presents for her as uh, Wendy is upset, and they all run off. You can hear Cartman in the background yell, I'm going to get my hair vacuum cleaner. Kick that vacuum cleaner. We then go to like a song, and it's like a montage of all the times Stan has thrown up on Wendy. I remember when we were still in love. I remember when we were so in love. The moments we shared were timeless. Then at the pond where she asks him to come. Do it in a glance. The song we sang with simple reminders. Right, exactly. But basically, it's just a montage of all the different times. Right. Dan threw up on Wendy. 
Montage, montage. So montage. We go back into the class now, and we see Mrs. Allen. She asks the class, "You know, is there anybody here who'd like mind who would mind cleaning the erasers after school?" Cartman says he wants to do it. Baby is like, "You're so mature. Act like eight year olds." <laughs> I guess what they are acting like. Uh, Miss Ellen, for some reason, though, throughout this whole episode, even though she's not sexually apparently interested in him, she certainly does choose Stan a lot to do things. Did you notice that? Yeah. She has her eye on Stan. Mm-hmm. She asks Stan to do it here, and he he throws up and says he'd love to. That pisses uh, Wendy off some more. Mrs. Ellen asks the boys, hey, let's do some uh, multiplication tables. Cartman asks, what are multiplication tables? And she asks, you know, you know what did Mr. Garrison teach you? What's a multiplication table? Didn't Mr. Garrison teach multiplication? Well, where did he leave off? We were learning about how Yasmin Brief is going out with that Richard Greco guy that used to be on 21 Jump Street, but then he got his own show for just a little while. Now, this kind of popped me because if you I know during around this time, we also got the release of the movie Night at the Roxbury. You know that movie? Yeah. Richard Greco. Richard <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> That's a great movie, dude. Oh, that's a classic. So anyway, Chef Barge is in. <laughs> He's all like, yeah, Kyle left his detergent on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh... He's like, crazy crackers are always leaving the detergent all over the place. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, is... 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 Is Chef? No, it's it's not racist for a black person to call a white guy cracker, is it? Nah. Unless he is he is he racist a little bit, a little bit, or is he just fighting racism with racism? I think it's just he's being comical by calling them crackers because it's it's funny. Like, yeah, you know it's I mean? true. It is funny when when we get called. <laughs> when people call me a cracker, I just laugh. They're like, "You a cracker?" I'm like, yeah. "I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, it's cracker." Okay. I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me? I am not a saltine, sir. I'm a fucking Ritz. You dunk me in your tomato suit. Oh, Got him. Got him. <laughs> so Chef says, what was your name again? She's like, oh, I'm the substitute. It's Mrs. Ellen. Basically, Chef basically makes a move, and he busts into song here for his uh, no substitute here, which we'll cut to. Well, I'm sure there's no substitute for you. That's very nice, Mr. Chef. Now, if you're finished... Nobody could take your place. No way they could match your face. No, you got it going on in a way so clear. I just want to buy you a beer. Or maybe tonight at 7.30 or something, I could uh, come by and pick you up in my car. No substitute. No substitute for you. No substitute. No, baby, there's no substitute for you, girl. No substitute for you now. You know that is true. No substitute. There's just no substitute for you. Uh, Stan says, dude, we've got to learn how to do that. <laughs> and Kyle's <laughs> like, yep. Like, no, like, not even, like, like hesitating. Yep. Like, we got yep, to do that. We got to learn how to do that. <laughs> Mrs. Ellen's like, that was enthralling, Chef, but can I get back to teaching? And he's like, eh, we can have dinner tonight. And she's like, fine, Chef. Just let me do my job before I get fired. And Cartman's like, oh, wait, Chef's going to make sweet dad to Mrs. Ellen. Mrs. Ellen's like, what? So now we go back to Tom's rhinoplasty here. 
Uh, we finally get uh, the the line about the contact line here. I, I feel kind of nauseous. Yes, well, that's to be expected. We did some major reconstruction, sawed through some bone, snapped some cartilage. Uh, uh, all the blood and mucus, just the sound of bone and sinew coming apart. Uh, By the way, did you ever see that movie, Contact? Oh, stop! That movie was terrible! Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison. Why don't you get some rest? I'll check on you a little later. Way to see that entire movie to see the alien and it was her goddamn father. And he's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Garrison. Why don't you get some rest? And you just hear Mr. Garrison. Boy, I had to see that entire movie to see the alien. It was her goddamn father. (laughs) (laughs) Movie was not good. Yeah, it it was a bad movie. It definitely is not a movie I'd say go watch. And it probably ruined her career. Probably. The actress, because I haven't. What has she done since? Has she done other things? Was that Helen Hunt? That Helen mm-hmm. Hunt who did Contact. <laughs> so after she did, uh, Jodie Foster. It's Jody oh, Foster. it's Jodie Foster. Okay, well Jody then I guess Foster, Matthew McConaughey, James Woods. T. McConaughey was in that. Yeah, buddy. Oh God, I'm sorry. I was on a alien ship and. <laughs> I'll just keep going. Uh yeah. It wasn't a good movie. Jodie Foster. I guess up until that point she had a pretty good career. But after that, I mean Jodie Foster wasn't in really a lot of movies after that. So we're back in the classroom now. Everyone's exiting the classroom. And uh Mrs. Wendy's like, Can I talk to you? And she's like, sure. And Miss Ellen, can I talk to you? Of course, Wendy. I couldn't help but notice you taking a liking to my boyfriend Stan. Oh, well, I've taken a liking to all of you. You're all so young and cute and full of life. Can I tell you something, Miss Ellen? Of course, Wendy. Don't f*** with me. What? You heard me. Stay away from my man, bitch, or I'll whoop your sorry whole ass back to last year. Bye, Miss Ellen. Mrs. Ellen all shocked that Wendy just goes into her suite. Bye, Mrs. Ellen. <laughs> uh, now we're back in the classroom again. Now the the boys have gotten her gifts. She's opening all of her gifts. Wendy got her like a dead rat or whatever, or dead animal. Uh, Cartman apparently got her a chocolate pie, but he forgot it at home. They all decide that uh, Miss Ellen announces they're going to take a spelling test, and the winner will get to, uh, the highest score. Uh, will get to go on a dinner celebration and i don't know i don't want to say dinner date but that she'll take them out to dinner and then wendy asks in class uh mrs allen when someone gets as old as you do they have to wear depends undergarments that one popped me really really hard (laughs) 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 they're back they're in the cafeteria now they're all like saying dude i aced that test that dinner is as good as mine but they're all going back and forth. Wendy comes up and she says, I was just in the bathroom. And Mrs. Ellen was in there taking the biggest dump I've ever seen. They're all like, no, she wasn't. Dude, that's impossible. She did, says Wendy. Carpenter says, no. And Wendy says, it smells like the dead calf rotting in the hot sun. Kyle's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Carpenter's like, hey, hey, Wendy, seriously? You need to chat with you tell thing. So here we've got a little bit of onslaught of uh, Wendy being a little jelly. Might need to call it jelly. Jelly school, huh? Jelly. Huh? Jelly, a little jelly. 
It's Jelly. Let's go, Jelly Scoop. Bitch, I ain't, bitch, bitch, I ain't, you ain't no hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no hobbit. I guess I ain't no hobbit. Between a hobbit and you? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cartman says, damn, man, someone's going to pull that monkey out of Wendy's ass. Uh, they finally do talk to Chef. Chef says, uh, talks about the date and says it didn't go well. Says that she's not like that. She's a uh, children. Miss Helen doesn't exactly play for the right team. And Chef says, in other words, children, she's not a member of the heterosexual persuasion. And uh, don't you understand? She's a lesbian. <laughs> it's like a whatbian? Kyle's like a plebeian. Kyle's like a plebeian? And Stan asks Kenny, or even looks over at Kenny, and Kenny's like, I don't know. So that was kind of shocking. Kenny didn't know what a lesbian was. That's weird. That's uh, weird. Stan wants it. Yeah, Stan wants uh, Chef to explain it to him, but uh, Chef decides that uh, you know he's not going to explain it to him. Says all you need to know is that she only likes other lesbians. So the boys decide that they've got to become lesbians. <laughs> now, so they're off to do that. While they're doing that, Mister Garrison finally takes off the bandages, and he looks like David Hasselhoff. And uh, Mister Hat thinks they look great too. Uh, Tom says, once the swelling goes down, you'll notice a difference. We go back to Cartman's house. Stan's like, what the hell are you doing, Cartman? Cartman's like, my mom said, if you want to become a lesbian, you have to lick carpet. (laughs) (laughs) So Cartman is literally hunched over on the ground licking carpet. That's amazing. It is. Stan brings over an indie glow girl CD and uh, pops in the CD. And Kyle's like, and I got these killer Birkenstocks. So they're all on the ground or on the carpet now, licking carpet. And you hear like the indie glow girl sing in the background. I wake up very early one Sunday morning. <laughs> Carpet's like, woke up very early one Sunday morning. This is a bunch of crap. I've been licking this carpet for three hours and I still don't feel like a lesbian. Mrs. Campbell. Oh, howdy, Mr. Garrison. Say, honey, you look kind of different. Really? Did you get a haircut? No, but thanks for asking. Uh, so now we go outside. Mrs. Gar- Mr. Garrison's walking down the street, and we hear the song, Do It Right, Shadow Dancing. Talks to this one chick, Mrs. Campbell. She's like, oh, Mr. Garrison, say, honey, you look kind of different. Did you get a new haircut? And he's like, oh, no. And he's like, wow, Mr. Hat, having no job is even better than I thought. So, you know, getting uh, plastic surgery made him look hot, Scoop. What about that? What if you get plastic surgery and increases increase, increases your sexual activity? What do you have to say to that, Scoop? I mean, and, I mean, at the time, they didn't know the long-term effects. And when you're like 50, dude, you're going to look ugly. Promise. I don't know. Have you like the older the 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 younger people have had plastic surgery, and the older they've gotten, like I don't know, it looks weird. You can even see it when you're going through some porn videos, and you come across an, a veteran who's been in the game for a while, and her fake titties got all them bumps underneath, and her lips are all. Burnt. <laughs> what are you watching in your free time, huh? Uh, you know what I'm saying. 
<laughs> so we go to Wendy's house, and Wendy basically asks Baby, you know, she says that mean old substitute isn't going to stop until she takes everything away from me, Baby. Baby's like, really? <laughs> and and she kind of foreshadows though what she's gonna do. Did you notice the next line? Because she says, "Yeah, what I really like to do is load her under a rocket and have her shoot her into the center of the sun." So she foreshadows right here what she's gonna do to her. Baby says, "Foreshadowing." Yeah, baby says. Baby says, oh, cool. So uh, basically because Wendy says, I need you to give me a makeover. And Stan says, I can't wait for Miss Helen to see what a raging lesbian I am. Carmen says, I'm a bigger lesbian than you. And uh, Stan <laughs> says, no, you're a fatter lesbian than you. It says, screw you guys. I'm king lesbian, says Kyle. Clyde says, whoa, all eyes look right. And 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 Clyde says, is that Wendy Testaberger? So Wendy Testaberger comes in. She, she's looking like the chick from Greece. But then all of a sudden, the teacher comes in, and she looks like the chick from Greece, too. That's fucking weird. How is it this, this teacher is constantly picking stand for things, and Wendy looks like Greece? And this is a great scene, though, because everything that could go wrong goes wrong in this scene for Wendy. Good morning, children. Wow. Dang, dang, dang. Yeah. Oh, Wendy, you wore black leather, too. We're like sisters. Die! All right, kids, I finished grading your papers, and the person with the highest score Hello is... there, children! Oh, no, Mr. Garrison's back. Ah, wait, dude. I have a very important announcement to make. I'm quitting my job as a teacher. What? It's strange, but suddenly I feel really confident about myself, and I've decided to quit teaching and do what I've always dreamed of doing. Hang out and screw hot chicks. You... you can't! But the good news is, I've already talked to Principal Victoria about it, and Miss Ellen can stay on as your permanent teacher. Really? That's right. Will you stay? Well, sure. No! No! Oh, by the way, kids, the person who scored highest on the quiz and gets to have dinner on me is Stan. Kick ass! No! No! Oh, and Wendy, I almost forgot. We just got a call in the office. Your grandma just died. Ah! Oh, my. What an exciting day. <laughs> so... She gets stood up by her teacher for as her teacher dresses exactly like her, steals her thunder. Mr. Garrison does not return, and now she's staying. Dan gets to go on a date with her, and her grandma died. <laughs> all in the span of five minutes, all that information was delivered to her. I think that would send somebody into a, a little bit of a shock, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of a lot. And that's kind of fucked up. Principal Victoria just announces that her grandmother died in front of everybody. And she's all like, oh my, what an exciting day. <laughs> like, no one even go- shows any sympathy here. It's kind of messed up, Ian. A little bit. Kind a little, little lack of sympathy there. A little, little lack of sympathy. All of a sudden, we go to commercial break, I guess this is where we'd be in the show. Because we come back and Mr. Garrison is already now in a photo shoot. And he's, and you hear the photographer, great, baby, you're looking great. Okay, just a few hundred more shots and we'll be done. Mr. Garrison's like, a few hundred? Photographer's like, hey, that's a model, baby. 
And Mr. Garrison's like, oh, boy, I'm going to need some more smack. And the photographer's like, you got it. So apparently, and maybe it is till this time, they do a lot of drugs, Ian. To do, uh, maybe. Do a lot of these photo shoots. So we go out to the dinner or now. We got Stan and Mrs. Ellen. Stan thinks they're making love now. And Mrs. Ellen's like, excuse me. And Stan's like, they don't have a fireplace. And Mrs. Ellen's like, what are you talking about? And Stan's like, you have to make love down by the fireplace. That's what Chef always says. And Mrs. Ellen's like, Stan, I'm your teacher. We're only friends. And Stan's like, but why? <laughs> and Mrs. Ellen's like, well, first of all, you're only eight. And Stan's like, it's because I'm, a, I'm not a lesbian, isn't it? <laughs> So all of a sudden, though, we see Wendy outside. This is what I was talking about last week, how you're standing outside in the rain and you're sad. <laughs> so Wendy's standing outside. She's all looking in. All of a sudden, uh, we go to Mr. Garrison, or day four now of uh, the center of the town. Mr. Garrison leans up against the mailbox, and he's like, I'll tell you something, Mr. Hat. Being hot and sexy is fun for a while, but it sure does kind of get boring. And then as soon as he does that, all of a sudden, a barrage of women just show up, and they start ripping off of his clothes. Have you ever had any of your women rip off your clothes, you sexy son of a bee? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Come on, tell us. I mean, you know, we've all had our... Somebody, <clears throat> they rip off your clothes? They rip it to shreds, Ian. Did you get know, all hot and bothery? Anyway, <laughs> so we go back to class now. And the boys are asking Stan, <laughs> how was your date? And he's like, it was good. And he's like, did you make love, says Carmen? And Stan's like, I think that. And I was like down by the fire, and Stan's like, yep. And then this is Kenny's line. Kenny says, and did you stick it in right when the fireplace gave you the shadow light? <laughs> Stan's like, did I what? Let's, re- let's, re- let's reanalyze that line here. And did you stick it in right when the fireplace gave you the shadow light? You know what he was referring to? Hmm. I think he was referring to a, a line in Chef's song. Oh yeah, you're right. And when the mood is feeling right, then you stick it in when you something probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When the fire plays light, blah 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 blah. So Miss Allen comes back in. Uh, Wendy's all feeling defeated. She's like, "Can I talk to you?" I just want to let you know I apologize for the way I've been acting, and I want you to know that I want you and Stan to be happy, and the teacher's like, nothing's going on between me and Stan, and Cartman's like, that's not what we just heard. And we go back outside now. Mr. Garrison's like, Mr. Hat, I hate this. I, you know, So he ends up deciding that we got to get reverse surgery. So he runs to Tom's rhinoplastery. As that's going on, we're back in the classroom again. The children are like, let's catch up on – the teacher's like, let's catch up on – uh, our cursive writing. All of a sudden, uh, we hear a commotion in the hall, and some Arab soldiers run in, and they're like, "Down, down! Everybody, get down!" And Carmen's like, "What the hell?" The leader's like, "Down! Everybody, down!" What the hell? So we meet again, Miss Ellen. And just what is going on here, Mister? I am Hakim Korashki of the mighty nation of Iraq. This woman is a traitor to our government. It's a lie. She has killed thousands and will kill again. I assure you. Miss Ellen, is this true? No. We must take her back to Iraq immediately. Of course. Principal Victoria, please. Here is a black and white photo of Miss Ellen with our leader. Her real name is Makesh Alak Makarakesh. Well, Miss McCarrickash, you certainly tried to put one over on us, boy howdy. Take her away! No! Get away from me! Ah! Oh my god! She killed Kitty! 
You bastard! And then uh, you hear Mrs. Ellen being dragged out by the soldiers. And Mrs. Ellen says, no! Wendy's like, wow. And then Wendy's like, what an incredible irony. All of a sudden, now we see school helicopters. Uh, or sorry, we see at the entrance, like, helicopters are hovering. Ambulance officer Barb Brady is holding back the crowd. Stan is uh, standing next to Wendy. Stan's like, wow, I can't believe Miss Ellen was a criminal Iraqi fugitive. And Wendy's like, yeah, you never just know. Stan apologizes. Wendy says, happy Valentine's Day, Stan. You know, she turns to kiss him, but he throws up. And this time she's not upset because this time getting thrown up by Stan, that means he likes her again. Yes, so he does. And Wendy's like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Kyle sees Cartman. And Kyle's like, Cartman, are you still trying to become a lesbian? And Cartman's like, yeah, dude. My mom says all I have to do is chow on this box. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that reference. Chow on this box. He probably okay. So chow on the box, vagina. Ah, okay. Right. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) And Cartman probably straight up when asked his mom, "Hey, mom, how do I become a lesbian?" His mom probably responded, "Oh, Cartman, you got a chow on this box." (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So now all of a sudden we see at the in the middle of the Iraqi desert. Uh, we see Mrs. Ellen being thrown into a rocket for crimes against the country. You are hereby sentenced to be shot into the center of the sun. Mrs. Ellen is screaming. And he's all like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he launches her into the sun. And as he's doing that, Wendy's having a party. Mrs. Campbell's like, great party, Wendy. Wendy's like, thanks, Mrs. Campbell. Thanks for helping me get Mr. Gearson to come back as a teacher. And then she says, anything for you, sugar pie? And then Kyle shows up, and Kyle says, hey, Wendy, I've been thinking. This whole outcome is pretty strange. And she's like, uh-huh, excuse me. And then all of a sudden, uh, you hear some uh, Iraqi soldiers approach Wendy, and they're talking in Iraqi, and you're you know, yelling at you. I don't know. I don't want to butcher that. Arabic. Yeah, Arabic. They walk away miffed after Wendy hands them a buttload of cash. Kyle says, how is it that Miss Ellen was suddenly uh, arrested for being Iraqi? And, and Wendy says, wait, wait. And she throws off her sunglasses, reaches down, and she says, it's time to whip out the Eclipse shoebox thing. She puts it over her left eye. She smiles as she sees the rocket being fired off by the Iraqis sometime earlier. As it nears the sun, she sees the impact. Mrs. Ellen being shot into the sun. Wendy says, bye-bye, Miss Ellen. Bye-bye, Miss Ellen. Wendy, you didn't. I told her, don't f**k with Wendy Testaburger. And Kyle's like, Wendy, you did it. And Wendy's like, I told her, don't fuck with Wendy Testaburger. And that <laughs> is how the episode ends with Kyle looking shocked. So a pretty decent episode of South Park. Just like the last episode, there wasn't really too many undertone stuff in this. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was. We talked a little bit about plastic surgery and the cultural impacts that has and being a little kid and, you know, being attracted to a hot teacher or being, you know, you know infatuated by a teacher. Maybe you do special things for her, get her a little gift or whatnot. Uh, but there wasn't a, a, too much in here. This was kind of just another comedic episode of South Park, a cult classic nonetheless, because, of course, of the Tom's rhinoplasty. Oh, yeah. And David Hasselhoff being used. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people just really like this episode when they think of the first season of South Park. What did you think about the overall episode itself as we wrap this uh, review up? It gives me a lot of uh, filler feel, just like Damien a little bit. Um, but still, 
not a bad episode. I'd put it in the top 100, near the bottom, near in the 90s somewhere. So there's that. I mean, that's a good point. Even though at this point in the series, as we talked about, South Park doesn't necessarily have any linear storylines right now. It's kind of a reset every week. But even so, in some of the earlier episodes and the later episodes, we'll see there's a lot of, I think, a lot of comedy with what they do. So when you have a lot of comedy, that can make up for maybe a lack of undertones or stories there to kind of grip your teeth into because you can just sit back and laugh. Mm -hmm. And while we're not saying this episode wasn't funny, it's not something that you go, it's my top 25 funniest episodes of South Park. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not it's like still pretty funny. It's funny, but it's not something I'm I'm holding my gut and we're sitting here on the podcast laughing about on every line. You you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's some other ones here that we're gonna get into, especially into season two, where we're just gonna be laughing our asses off. Oh yeah. There's quite a few later on. <laughs> You're just like, yes. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of Suck My Balls. This is episode number 12 as we reviewed season one, episode 11. Next week, we are officially reviewing Mecha Streisand and them uh, getting the three triangles. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod. You can find us on Facebook at South Park Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Matthew underscore Schaffer. You can find Scoop on Twitter at SCPJXN for Scoop Jackson. Uh, we also don't take offense if you go on our uh, rating systems and tell us we suck because we don't yeah. give a shit. We don't give a shit. We're doing this because we like this. This is our show. We're not trying to be famous podcasters for doing South Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be an internet celebrity here. It's literally me and my best friend talking about South Park. If exactly. You like, if you like South Park, you're going to enjoy this podcast. If you listen this far, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Matthew Schaffer. Check my badge. Check my badge. In Jungerred ved juletid. Ching chang ching you see die. Omkring ham dæbet sneen vid. Ching chang ching you see die. Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu til Den jomfru sad i høje tårn. Ching chang ching lu til Og ventede ham samt til forn. Ching chang ching lu til Men natten gik så trist og lang. I ensomhed til sol og gang Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lu til dig Den næste dag ved hed morgen rød Ching chang ching lu til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ching chang ching lu til dig han dækket var af sne og is, men tør nu op i paradis. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu til Det var jo noget værd og noget. Ching chang ching lu til 
Da han tøde, blev han våd. Ching, chang, ching, Men sådan kan det altså gå, når man går uden hue på. Ching, chang, lu, ching, chang, lu, ching, chang, ching, Ching-chang-ching-lu-chi-lai Hun kaster sig fra tårnene Ching-chang-ching-lu-chi-lai Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ching-chang-lu Ching-chang-lu Ching-chang-ching-lu-